All right, hi guys. Welcome to our very first episode of Okay, okay Stop, Stop Whining. whining. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you don't know, I'm Carly and I'm Pam and she's my mom. And we just decided to get on the podcast grind. Like, I don't even, do you want to explain kind of like why? No, we were just hanging out. We've been hanging out a lot during quarantine. We've been away from each other for, since when Carly was in college. Yeah, to college. And she had to move back because of COVID. She was living in New York City. And we've just been hanging and talking and... And we're like I, this anyways. We're, like, we're kind of like crazy every day and we're yeah. always talking. And yeah. So we just decided to put a mic in front of us and um, start sharing our stuff. And also, weirdly, because of like this whole TikTok thing that's blown up, um, my family members have like become part of it and my mom has become part of it and everyone seems to want more Pam. <laughs> <laughs> so now she gets her own spotlight. I don't know. I just, yeah. So we just thought it would be fun. Let's make a podcast. Yeah. And we have, like, banter. Like, we talk about the same stuff. We kind of, like, relate on the same levels with, like, our mental health and then, like, beauty. And literally it ranges from everything, I feel like. But we kind of give a a nice mother-daughter perspective. Right, right. You have your view. I have my view. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we hope we're a little entertaining. Obviously, this first episode might be a little bit rough um, because we're just getting used to the platform. But basically, we're just going to talk about a new topic each week, um, and we're going to share some news stories, do some celebrity gossip. Oh, yeah. I love celebrity gossip. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, so let's just kind of get into it. So first segment, we're just going to talk about some of the latest news stories. We're going to do like three news stories each week that just kind of stuck out to us. So do you want to do the first one? Yeah, well, first of all, I'm a huge Housewife fan. I love all the Housewives. Follow all of them. Been watching for years. And um, just read on the news today, Shannon Bedore. Yeah, which you... Did you see that? Not till you informed me about this situation. One of my favorite Housewives, um, I just was informed today that her, she has coronavirus and so do her four children. I honestly wonder, like, how they got it. Like, where, like... Well, they live in Orange County, which Orange County is a really high number of coronavirus Wait, California. cases. California. Okay. <laughs> Orange County. Wait, isn't there Orange County in Florida? Yes. Well, California has been hit really yeah. hard. And Orange County has been hit very hard. Mm-hmm. And that's where they live. And, and they weren't wearing masks. I mean, I don't know that her family. I'm sure maybe they were wearing yeah. masks. But a lot of people in Orange County, County aren't wearing masks. don't want to wear masks. And you, and what they say is so, the masks, you wear a mask to protect other people. Exactly. So it's not for you. Like, you're wearing it in order to protect other people. Other people wear right. it to protect you. Exactly. So it needs to go both ways. Right. So So even if they were following the rules and they were wearing their masks, yeah, if other, other people, people weren't, weren't, that's causing a problem. Yeah. So. But they're not like super sick, are they? I don't know that yet. I just read that they had coronavirus. I have to... I feel like we would more. know if they were like really Yeah, really it sick. didn't say. It just said they were all quarantining in different rooms yeah. of their house. But if they're all sick, I don't even understand. Why are they all quarantining in a different room when yeah. they're sick? Yeah, that's yeah, I true. Didn't, I, didn't I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they might as well all just be quarantined in their whole house. Right. If, right. Oh, but the is there a husband? No, she. No, does. no, no. She's no. She's a she's, boyfriend. Oh, she's a boyfriend. Yeah, okay. She's a boyfriend. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, I I wish them the best. I hope that they get better and. Oh my god, um, me too. Yeah, yeah it's scary. That's so scary. I can't even imagine. Hopefully, they're all fine and they're not. 
like <laughs> yeah like actually so ill sick. no it's like really it's like really bad it's scary yeah. um okay the next topic we want to talk about actually is something I brought up if you guys are familiar with AOC I am freaking obsessed with her I she's like my girl boss inspo um and something that happened recently was Ted Yoho who's like a Florida Republican like government person uh-huh. um obviously like I don't know what the hell I'm talking about but like he she was like in port for something or like I don't know the exact story but basically she was walking into like Congress like she was walking into like the main court and Ted Yoho was like mouthing like bad mouthing her like saying horrible things to her saying that like I don't even know what exactly he said and then after he literally said he called her a fucking bitch bitch. Yeah. yeah so um basically like this is like an older guy and she's just like a young woman like trying to just like help people she was literally it's the news having an argument about something right it said that after having an argument with her about crime and policing on the steps of the capitol she was she was helping other people that were like i don't even know but she she was just going to court to help other people and he was like harassing her right so yeah, it's right. And then up. he called her that. Yeah. Which is so messed up. And then, so she made this, you guys can go on social media. She made this whole, like, speech in Congress, and I sent it to you. Right. And I just watched it last yeah, night. I and I was, too. I kept seeing people repost it, but I never, right. like, sat down. I saw down. it on Instagram. Yeah, I yeah. kept seeing it. So then I finally, yeah. Tracy Ellis Ross posted it, and I finally sat down and watched it. And I was like, right. oh, my God. She's just such an amazing speaker. Right. I Yeah, I was so taken back by her. She's yeah. so strong. Yeah. What a strong she person. is. She is. Yeah. But yeah, she was just she's an amazing speaker. I'm obsessed with her. I love her. Mm-hmm. If you don't love her, something's wrong with you. Daddy actually doesn't like her that much. Oh my god. Yeah. What's wrong with him? He's just whatever. I don't <laughs> He's know. A I man. Feel like, yeah, I feel like men like don't yeah. get it. But like for as a woman, as a young woman, like especially just like growing up in this society today, it's like we need more people like her. Right. That are like that are representing and outspoken yeah. and represent women yeah. and speak up for their rights. Yeah. Like how could you even so, yeah. Right. But like all government, like whatever, political stuff aside, she's just like a good person and right. like speaks up for human rights. Right. And that's like what yeah, it's she's all about. Pretty amazing. Um okay, do you want to tell the the third? news story which you don't know much about but you can introduce it you know so taylor swift surprised fans on thursday with news that she'll release her eighth studio album folklore Folklore. so it just came out um have you listened to it i haven't listened to it yet but i do love her yeah i'm such a fan i know i I think she's she's so amazing yeah and she's she's an inspiration yeah to young girls yeah and she's just yeah I, I, I okay, so it's funny. My, Erica, my, who if you guys don't know, Erica's my best friend. She is like a huge Taylor Swift fan. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Erica's literally That's obsessed so cool. with Taylor Swift. So I'm just like, I don't know. I like like her, but because I'm not like a country music person and I'm not like super like girly, right. I just like never like vibed with her. Like, you I know, like always I always liked her. Yeah, I don't know. I just I have never music really vibed by with her. her on my Spotify yeah. that I listen to that I love. All the time. Yeah. yeah, I'm I was never like that. But However, you know I love like John Mayer, oh, Sam yeah. Smith, right. and like James Bay, and like all like the folk vibes. Right, and right. she just came out with this album, and it's and you don't know, but right. it's literally like folklore. Like I it's what di- it describes I'm it dying as. Dying to hear it. Yeah, so you need it. to, you definitely need to listen I'm to it. Listen to it. I haven't gone all the way through, but I definitely like need to sit and listen to the full album. So far, I'm loving it. Right. I think it's awesome. And it's, everyone's so depressed right now with Corona. I feel right. like it's something uplifting. positive and good and uplifting. Yeah. And always support a great role model yeah. for young girls. Yeah, totally. So I feel like she's, she's 
she's doing good things she and is. and I love I have been hearing a couple songs all her like diehard fans like they know all her references right, right, right. and they're trying to guess like who the songs are about like they're oh trying God. to guess like Harry if it's about Harry Styles or whatever but oh, I keep hearing so like New York City references and yeah. I like feel like I'm so cool because I like know her New York City references <laughs> I'm like oh I know where that is like I'm really cool <laughs> but yeah so no I'm, I'm happy for her I want to continue to listen to the rest and definitely of definitely support her yeah, yeah. totally support yeah. um do you want to move into today's topic okay so today's topic we're talking all about anxiety um our family is the ceos of anxiety oh my god we all, <laughs> everybody has anxiety <laughs> we're literally it's like so many, almost a comedy it's a, it's a comedy because our family like we're actually psycho like we're crazy no um it's a it's a, that's <laughs> like, no i'm like no it we just, are <laughs> no but like you know like it's genetic and like we're also jewish and i feel like jews just right, like, have more anxiety right we definitely do and jewish it's, moms it's oh my god how much anxiety do jewish, jewish moms, moms it's such a thing <laughs> it's do. it's like if you're even if you're not jewish like I'm sure you have experience with someone with anxiety, but like Jewish people, especially like we just experience anxiety on another level. Like, (laughs) I don't know what it is about. Back in our ancestors. Our ancestors. Like something. We must have been chased by. (laughs) No, like it's it's actually chased by bears. (laughs) What? No, it's just like messed up. Like (laughs) we we faced a lot of, we faced a lot of shit in our day. And I don't know, my, our grandparents, it's like the grandparents too, like everyone's crazy. I don't know, they're all, yeah, although not everybody in my family has anxiety. But I feel no, like even if it's not anxiety, it's like something. Yeah. Like there's like depression, yeah. like there's something no, there's, in it. And no. anxiety kind of goes hand in hand with legit everything. Like any mental health issue. I don't know. Anxiety and depression go hand in hand, anxiety yeah. and OCD. Although I just have straight up anxiety. Yeah. I always said I have anxiety, but I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that makes that sense. Is your, that's like your motto. I don't know. Because it's true. I've always been happy, I just have Same. anxiety. But I, I feel like, does it, if, does it make sense if I it. say you can have depression and be happy? <laughs> like I don't I can't explain well, no, it well, like I feel like because people, that's situational depression yeah that's not you can be like I've fought, I've fought through like situational depression right, but I've been generally happy like right. I know I'm a happy person right. but I'm but for some reason I feel depressed right. and that's happening right. that's before. situational so I feel yeah. like that goes hand in hand with my anxiety too right. I don't know right but I don't know we're kind of gonna go through like our stories a little bit and share our experience our personal experiences with anxiety um how we both kind of dealt with it over the years and then we're kind of going to go into what we've done to cope with it to make it better and just like the overall lessons of like how yeah. us dealing with it right. so do you want to start kind and of the fact with, that we're both better today yeah we're and, both we're both better and, today but also I feel like it's like it's always going to struggle like I, I have no shame in saying that like I'm probably going to have years of no, my I'll life probably, where I'll struggle more look, I'm, how old am I? <laughs> Are you ready to give that say. information away? I don't want to say that, but I've had anxiety since I was 13. So yeah. let's just That's say. That's the first time like, you've it. It's been like a, most of my life. Well, yeah, yeah. And for me, I remember my first anxiety, like feeling anxiety uh-huh. was in second grade because uh-huh. I would go into school assemblies and my stomach would drop. And right. that was me right. having like social anxiety, right. which I didn't know what you it was. You didn't understand what it was. And in first grade, you can tell everyone about me. Oh, because she was, well, Carly was super shy. Shy, but that was social anxiety. And then her teacher wanted her to go into this shyness shyness club. (laughs) (laughs) I literally was in the shyness shyness club. club. And we would do like board games and like talk about our feelings. She tried and look at Carly now. Yeah. Well, I'm not shy now, but I still have social anxiety. Right, right. So it's like still like carries over. That's so common too. I know. so common. But do you kind of want to share like 
kind of your story about anxiety and like over the years, what a little bit about what you've dealt with and, and your worst times and, and some of that. Yeah, my, well, it's... I know you're afraid to share it, but no, I want you I, to talk, open well, up about I it. I share it. I think it's important to open up about because I think way more people deal with the, yeah. the severity of like how yeah. yours was. I usually just share it just with my close friends. I've never shared it with an audience um, and other people, but I've had anxiety since I was 13 I didn't know I had anxiety, kind of like what Carly's saying. I just had these like weird feelings in my body. And then there were times that I didn't want to eat because I I didn't know why. I thought there was something wrong with my stomach. Yeah. And whatever. And your parents didn't understand. And my parents just always thought there was something wrong with my stomach. I was constantly going to the gastro doctor to (laughs) see what was wrong with my stomach. But in that day also. Oh, yeah. People didn't talk openly about anything. That's why you feel weird. And I honestly, I didn't even figure it out until I was in my 20s. Mm. And it was somebody through a friend of my sister's. Oh, really? Who um, said that it sounded like I had similar symptoms to her and referred me to see somebody and whatever. That just spun out into years of going to psychologists. Mm. And um, my anxiety was so bad I couldn't even take medication. Yeah. What was your experience with the psychologist? Like, what were, like, because I've personally, like, I've literally had one psychologist, you know, in my life that's actually helped me. But even then, I feel like I've always just helped myself, and I've had kind of bad experiences with them. It's kind of been that way, too. I mean, the psychologist can give you the basics and kind of get you started. And actually, I think a psychologist, if you have a good one, obviously, you have to go see many to find one that's great. But once you find one that you think is great... Um, then they can give you lessons and teach you how to get back out into the world being mm-hmm. positive. And changing your mindset is yeah. huge. The way you think about things mm-hmm. in your everyday life, whatever's giving you anxiety, yeah. if you have negative thoughts about things, it's, of course it's going to make yeah. it worse. Do you feel like... So I've had to change my, my thoughts. Do you feel like psychologists have taught you that or more of like self-help? I feel like psychologists got me thinking about it. Yeah. And then I've read a lot of books yeah. and um, have taught really myself over the years and then... There are certain things in life that scared me and kind of pushed me. Mm-hmm. Like I've told, told Carly. I, I want you to share I this. had terrible and terrible. I was like, my anxiety was the worst. I almost at this point couldn't barely leave my house. It was so bad. And um, 9-11 happened. And we were, this was right before we were getting ready to move to New Jersey. Uh-huh. We lived in Maryland We lived in time. Maryland at the time. And we were going to move to New Jersey and 9-11 happened. And I don't know what clicked with me, but after that, I just saw the worst things that I had ever seen in my yeah. entire life. And I thought, if I don't get my act together, like life is too short. Mm-hmm. I just have to get my act together. Yeah. And that's when I really, really started pushing myself to go out and do the things that mm-hmm. give me anxiety. Yeah. Like when I would go to the grocery store and I would have like a little panic attack mm-hmm. or at the mall. And I would start pushing myself to do things like that. Um, so that I could try to get over my anxiety. Yeah. So, and I definitely did better after that, but there was ups and downs along the way. Um, I think that's a huge lesson too. It's like, there's no like straight, I feel like people always say this with recovery for anything, like recovery from an eating disorder, from addiction, whatever. There's no like straight line up. Right. It's like always ups and downs. Like you're never, you can get better, but that doesn't mean you're like, better for the rest of your life you're just like learning how to navigate parts of your life so and then like what's the point you're at now 
And well, the point I'm at now is, is that I was going through some life changes, meaning like kind of perimetopause, menopause. Yeah. And, um, all of a sudden I, I was doing great. And then I was having horrible panic attacks, definitely related to hormones. Mm -hmm. And obviously I'm an anxiety person anyway. And then my hormones were going crazy and I literally just couldn't take it. And then I, I have tried taking medicine in my past and I never was a really big believer in it. Mm -hmm. I kept thinking, you know, you got to be strong and use your mind and you Mm -hmm. can get through this. And I just couldn't do it anymore. I just was at a point where I just couldn't take feeling the panic. It would just come on out of when I was anywhere. Yeah. And it's really sad that like people always, it's always the anxiety people I feel like that are like, I have to be strong. Yeah. But that's not what it's about. It's not about being strong. Like be strong enough to be self-aware and know yourself enough that you need to go on medicine and that'll make you better. Like... so the, the thing that happened with me, I was working with one doctor and she was prescribing all these medications to me and I'm very sensitive and I would get horrible side effects. And Can you share the one side effect that you always talked oh, about? I get that- this weird side effect from anxiety medicine where I get this burning sensation in my head and throughout my body. It's really weird, but my body literally feels like it's on fire. Yeah, I'm so curious if any The one doctor that I was going to said, oh, that can't be, that can't happen. And to make a long story short, she ended up leaving the practice and Mm -hmm. I found, I was referred to another doctor through a friend Mm -hmm. and I love him. And he Mm -hmm. told me that this actually can happen. It's a very small percentage of people that it happens to, but it is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And we worked really slow to get me on a very low dose of medicine and it works for me. Yeah. And I'm doing better than I've done. I don't know. In a really, really long time. I feel really good. Yeah. Knock on wood. And (laughs) even just with, no, knock on wood, but also even just like with working out, I feel like you're able to like, and I push yeah. yourself harder with your workouts and stuff because you're like afraid of like feeling sick yes. or afraid of whatever. And yes, I was scared of everything. Yeah. And yeah. like now I feel like you're, you're not afraid to like run hard or like right. do like certain workouts that push you. Right. Cause like you have your, I don't know. It's, I mean, that's what anxiety, that's yeah. what your anxiety is from. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm proud of myself. I'm in a, I'm at a good place and I feel happy. Yeah. And I feel content. Yeah. Um, and, and also like in the future, you might have to adjust your medicine. You might have to fine. up it. That's fine. Right. You'll know. That's fine. I will know. Yeah. So, and by then hopefully my body will be adjusted. Yeah. Yeah. The side effect but, issue. And if a little low dose works for me, it just shows you everybody's bodies are different. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, Yeah. So, okay, should I go into my, like, anxiety story? Um, I don't really know. I guess, so when I was younger, I always had anxiety. I always had social anxiety. But, like, I feel like my anxiety story doesn't really start. Like, I was always shy in high school. I felt like socially, people might not have thought this, but I always felt awkward socially. I always felt like my friends were super outgoing, could always talk to boys, talk to everyone. I never felt that way. And then in college... I felt like that a little bit too when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. I always felt that way. I never realized it was like an issue. I thought it was my personality. But little did I know. It's part of it is maturity, maturing, but another part of it was my social anxiety. Um, when I got to college, the thing that set my anxiety off was I was in a relationship at the time, um, my freshman year, and I kind of was going through some like weird stuff in my relationship and kind of breakup ish. We were like on and off and whatever. And 
that literally was what made me realize I need a medicine. I could not handle, and like I already had like anxiety issues before. Like I couldn't eat freshman year in the beginning because right, I was so right, nervous, right. lost that. a ton of weight, um, and then like I settled. But then like going into my sophomore year or during my sophomore year, that's when I was like, okay, I cannot take. I was I was at an internship. I was interning at Refinery Twenty Nine. Do you remember that? And I felt so mm-hmm. sick. My body hurt every single day because like my symptoms are super weird with my anxiety. Like I get body pains. I get like the head buzzing. Right. I get like random like migraines where it's like zapping in my head, right. tingling, like fatigue, like everything, right. literally right. everything. Right. So I think it was a mixture of like the internship that was nerve wracking, the relationship, all of it built up, and I was like, I need to go on medicine. So. Went on a one medicine literally just because like I had it. My sister was on it at the time and it worked for her because she has anxiety too. Because we're an anxiety family. Anxiety family, yeah. Um, and basically that was just what made me decide to go on that. Usually like genetics. Yeah. Like you yeah. can usually yeah, no, it, agree, that, it agrees. We did that genetic testing where they swab the inside of your cheek mm-hmm. and they could decide what is better for you. SNRI, SSRI, right. plus all the other medicines yeah. that they tested us for. And I had a really good experience with this medicine for a really long time and it worked for me. Um, and what I noticed was that first of all, my body symptoms were gone. And second of all, like, Oh, and also I have OCD, which goes hand in hand with my anxiety, (laughs) Um, mental health season. (laughs) But um, basically, I don't know. I feel like it just really like helped me come out of my shell. I was in a sorority and I felt like I could like easily interact with everyone in my sorority and make friends easier. I felt like I could go out and like make guy friends. Like I always felt this like anxiety around guys Mm -hmm. and and, like just weird anxiety things like eating around people. Mm -hmm. I got anxiety, like weird things. But basically the medicine helped me for years and I've had to adjust it over the years just because like we all go through, I had like a really hard time in my life, like my senior year of college, just from like stress and friendship issues and all this stuff. But I adjusted it, but it was, I'm basically on the same medicine. Yeah. It's like, it's like. Yeah, it's just different. It's like a. It absorbs in your body differently. differently. That's what it is. Yeah. But it's basically the same medicine. Basically the same medicine. So long story short, we both are on medication. I'm on medication and. I could not survive without it right. now that I'm on it. And my dad always says this thing. What does he always say? He's like, you're at a disadvantage. Like basically like you are, if you have anxiety, if you have depression, the chemicals in your brain, like you're already at a disadvantage. All right. these other people are living normally. You have to take medicine just to be at even playing field right. with them. Because it's the same thing. If somebody has diabetes, they take medicine for their diabetes. Exactly. If you have a heart problem, exactly. whatever it is. Just you to have be to normal. Treat, exactly. And you have to treat your brain yeah. just as you are treating your body. Your body. Exactly. That's a huge thing too. I feel like people don't realize, but your brain is is a part of your body. It's yes. your symptoms from your anxiety. It's the same thing right. if you had strep throat right. and your exactly. throat was hurting and you go to the doctor and you, you get an antibiotic, antibiotic and you exactly. take your antibiotic. Yep. So that's my anxiety story. I probably will be on medicine for the rest of my life just considering how much it's helped me. I'm sure I'll have yeah. to adjust it a bazillion more times because right. I'm right. 23 and whatever. Right. But and sometimes your body gets used to it and it doesn't yeah. work anymore. Yeah. Change them. Totally. Sometimes. Yeah. And and yeah, there are side effects. Like people, you you have to find one that works for you. Don't just and has give the least up. Amount of side effects. Yeah. Like some if, of them have, some of them times you have no side effects yeah. at all. Um. But I think what would your advice be to someone that's like really 
struggling hard with anxiety, but they're not sure if, if medicine's right for them or they tried one medicine and they feel like giving up. Oh my God, get help. If you feel like the doctor you're going to is not the right doctor for you, go see someone else. Mm-hmm. I believe there is a medicine for everyone, mm-hmm. although I'm not pushing medicine. I yeah. always say, always try things naturally first. first. Try exercise, try meditation, do yoga. There's things that I would start with there. Yeah. And if the natural things don't help you first then go see a psychiatrist and talk about yeah. the medicine. I always said you, to you, if it's bad enough, you'll yeah. you'll go on yeah. it. When it's bad. But I yeah. wouldn't I'm not an advocate for pushing people on medicine. I don't no. I don't I always think that's obviously a last resort. Yeah. Um a last resort. <laughs> a last resort <laughs> A last resort if that's something that, you know, you, you feel like you really need and yeah. your doctor feels like it would really right. benefit you. Yeah. So Yeah. But I feel like it's, we're at, I'm an advocate for medication. Like I was at a time in my life, like where I really needed it, but like, I can't imagine not being on it now. Like I obviously like situational things happen yeah. that makes you feel like you need to yeah. go on something and then maybe you won't be on it forever, but right. I still like, I'm an advocate for right. it. And I feel right. like, I don't know, you just have to be desperate enough. Oh, yeah. You have to be at that point. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, my family, we're, our family is very into lifestyle ways yes. to, to help our anxiety too. And and you know what? Our We have the same psychiatrist. And you know what he said? He said that your the medication is literally 50% because you have to have the lifestyle oh, part absolutely. too. And the health part yeah. too. So, yeah. You have um, to work with the medicine. Yeah. They work together. Yeah. You can't just go on so, medicine, but then have every unhealthy lifestyle right. thing. Be drinking alcohol all the time. Right. That's Be, bad. like, doing, like, like whatever. Right. Doing drugs. Like, right. <laughs> like, no, I take vitamins. I do things that help my body and that make me feel yeah. good. And when I exercise, the my exercise brain is probably, feels good. That's the my number one My body, thing. it makes me happy. Yeah. It raises your endorphins. Yeah. It makes you happy. I feel like number so, one, I would get, like. serotonin. Yeah. Should we both, let's both give our top three things that have helped us. So for me, it's exercise, mm-hmm. positivity, like mindfulness, spirituality, like right. all that stuff, like being more like right. in tune. I, how do I explain? Is that like meditation? That's kind of what I, I'm, I'm with you on those. Those? Though. Yeah. So exercise. Both of us exercise. One, um, being positive. Positive. Number two. And then number sure. three is diet. Right. For me. And right. No, and, and eating things that eating. make your body feel, feel good. good. Yeah. Not diet. Not di- but No, food. I mean like right. your diet. Not right. like dieting. I right. mean like your eating, diet. Eating foods that make your body feel good. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and one thing that I do. Give you energy. The one thing yeah. that I do that's bad that I know I shouldn't do, but I do it is I drink coffee. Right, right. And, and, and caffeine, I you don't say have no. caffeine. I don't have any caffeine in my diet, yeah. except now. A little green tea, which, you which don't is okay. consider caffeine. Yeah, I don't even. But green tea is so good for so you. So good for you. And it's good for your body. Yeah. And if that's a little bit of caffeine that I do have, that's it. Yeah. I have my green tea. I just, and I, I want to stop drinking coffee. I mean, I don't want to stop drinking coffee. I love coffee, but I feel like what's the point of having coffee because it's if I'm not going to have the caffeine good, part of it? Because it tastes good. <laughs> True. No, I, and maybe I, drink coffee. I, I really don't want to keep yeah. drinking it. I really, yeah. that's the one thing left in my lifestyle that I feel like I could change okay. and make better. I, let's make a, a plan that this is what you're going to I've gonna been wanting to do it, but it's like I have to, I've been cleaning up my diet a lot lately you just have. for You've health reasons. Great. And great. I just feel like. 
right. you can't do everything you can't give up at once. Everything. You can't get because you'll go right. crazy. So okay, like, so let's have the coffee for a little bit. Longer, yeah, yeah, a little while. And then to plan a day. I know, I know. When you're ready to try to give it up or just not give it up a hundred percent, but just stop drinking it as much. I know because I drink like it every day. day. But like, I don't so, drink unhealthy things. Like, I don't drink lattes. Like, I literally drink americano. It's like fifteen calories. It's right. not the calories like that. Well, it's, we're talking it's about the, the caffeine. caffeine. Yeah, right. But Obviously, I don't know. Too much of anything isn't good for you. Right. But right. That's I don't a whole know. other topic. Don't have this. Don't yeah, have that. yeah. Don't that, all our lifestyle stuff. I feel like we could make five different podcast episodes just about we our could. lifestyle we and could. health and that stuff. Right. But right. it really all does like make up one big thing, like with anxiety. So um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it all plays a part. It all plays Absolutely. a role. But those are our, probably our top three things. Absolutely. Yep. Um, so and yeah. don't feel down if you have anxiety. Things yeah. always, always get better. Yeah, totally. Always. And it's all about your attitude and the people you surround yourself mm-hmm. with. Surround yourself with positive people. Mm-hmm. Have a few good friends that yeah. make you feel good. Yeah. I feel yeah. bad for the people that like don't have people surrounding them. Like, I, I had friends in college that their family members, like, didn't have anxiety, so they didn't they understand. understand it. I know, and I don't understand I don't understand don't how understand. people don't understand. But it's sad because they literally but, think, they're like, just stop worrying. Right, Just right, stop worrying. Like, right. stop worrying. Right. What are you saying? Yeah, like, we all could just stop worrying. Yeah, yeah none of us would need medication right, exactly. to be psycho. Like, we're all right. crazy. No, we're but, not. But, no, I, I feel bad for people, and, and if you're someone out there that feels like no one understands you, like, trust me. Right. There's so many There's people so out many there people. that are dealing with the same thing, yeah. which is why we feel passionate about like sharing this stuff. Cause right. like, and obviously we we're not, we didn't go into like major, major detail, but trust me, we have ha- both had our right. fair it's share been, of struggles yeah. and it's been yeah. a long time. It's been a long time. A really long time. Of, of working together and, and working on ourselves. Right. To just right. like. To get Ride. to the point where we are. Yeah, to get yeah. to the point. And it we still, takes work. Yeah, it takes major work. Yeah. You can't think you're just going to pop the pill and, and read a be book fine. and be done. Yeah. You have to work, work at, at it. it. And push. Really push yourself yeah. to do as much as you can do to get better. Yeah. But there is hope. And and yeah, you're not alone. Totally not oh alone. Oh my God, no. So yeah, I mean, overall lessons and something I just want to like take away from this is that like... Honestly, everything, I feel like that's a flaw. I talked about this, like, on uh-huh. my Instagram the other day. I don't know yeah. if you saw, but I feel like every flaw that you have, like, whether you're messy or, like, it's something stupid. Like, whatever right. it is, I feel like it makes up your personality. Of course. Like, I feel yeah, like right. even though, like, I've struggled with my anxiety, like, it has made up my personality. And, like, maybe it's made me a little hyper, but, like, maybe I wouldn't have a business if I wasn't exactly a little bit crazy right right that's so, true it's made me more sensitive person to yeah people. yeah so more compassionate more compassionate especially to people that have anything mental health going on yeah i feel so so compassionate yeah those people so I really understand yeah i mean do you have anything yeah. else to add i feel like that really like wraps everything sum, sums, it sums it all up but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this first episode um let us know if there's any topics you want us to talk about in the future. We're still kind of working through things. It's not going to be perfect, but... Right. And this is my first time really being out there talking yeah. and opening up. Yeah, too. and opening up. I came from the generation where nobody, nobody talked talks, about yeah. anything. Yeah. So for me to open up, it's a big deal. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to start an Instagram page. I will link it in the description when we have it started up for right. the podcast. Okay. Um, just so you guys can get the updates when we do post. 
And um, yeah, we're going to be posting again soon. So thank you guys so much for listening. We so appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you. This is great. Yeah, this is so time. fun. And we will see you guys in the next episode or with, hear you guys. With our wine. With our wine. <laughs> with our wine, obviously. We're definitely going to be with our wine. All right. Okay. Okay.